guys, welcome to episode 64 of DIY Wealth. Today, I'm doing a bit of a cross-promotion here. You know, as, as I continue to keep growing this thing, I've been more selective on just some of the stuff I am choosing to cross-promote. And one of the individuals that, you know, made, made that merit for me uh, after listening to our episode one more time was uh, Brata out in India. And he has a podcast called Me Versus Mind. Now, I will preface it with this. You are going to hear some redundant things from me. My definition of wealth. Um, I talk a little bit about my childhood and growing up again here. But this was very much a spiritually focused episode paired with reinforcing once again, stop living by everything else and all these external narratives. And then there's some financial stuff peppered in there as well. But some of his philosophies and some of the way, some of the rebuttals I have to things and the whole conversation I just felt was worth cross promoting on my episode. So with that said, I hope you guys enjoy my, me going onto the show of me versus mind and the conversation brought that I have. Hi, Zach. How are you feeling? Good. Uh, thanks for having me on your show, Brata. Um, obviously, your audience didn't see this, but we had a bit of a you know technical error with some stuff when we tried to record earlier last week. But really happy we were able to coordinate again. And um, you know, it to people listening to the show, whether you're in America or India, you know, the the, the time difference has made this a little bit tricky. So uh, you know what. It's 11 a.m. over here. What time is it over there? Yeah, it's almost midnight. Okay, so <laughs> this is the time difference, <laughs> yeah. which is the main issue, I think, while we record something. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah regardless, so, we were able to, you know, make it happen. So uh, ha- happy that we were able to execute on this. And I, I think uh, we have a very good topic of discussion today. Yes, absolutely. Uh, hold on, everyone. But before that, I definitely want my audience to know a bit about DIY Wealth Podcast. So, Zach, can you please say something about your podcast? Yeah. Um, thanks for giving me that opportunity. So, essentially, I was kind of basically given nothing in life. Um, I didn't get any free passes. I wasn't helped exponentially uh, by my parents or family members uh, as a kid. A uh, victim of child abuse, had to testify against parents in court. And then I went into the Marine Corps, uh, did a combat tour. So, you know, growing up, a lot of my life was violence, anger, manipulation, hate, pissing matches, alpha male stuff in the military. And, you know, it just, it was a negative compounding upon compounding. And, you know, I ended up working professionally for a few years in real estate and then also in medical sales, uh, but got to a point where, uh, because of my financial behaviors and patterns that I had learned at a young age, uh, had enough stock market assets, real estate assets, crypto assets to where I was just like, I kind of have enough passive money coming in to go do the things I want to do. That's cool. Okay. That's one half of what DIY wealth is. The other half of what DIY wealth is, is it's deeper philosophical thought on the things you really want to do and pursue in life rather than just hitting repeat on what your parents did or your grandparents did because you and what you want to do is as unique as your thumbprint and understanding that I am allowed to live my life how I want to paired with financial freedom is a very beautiful landscape you can operate on. 
wow that's very good to hear like i knew a bit about it i read about it i heard some episodes but for the audience here like the audience in india you all must tune into diy wealth podcast to have an overview about financial aspects and the philosophical aspects also as you mentioned rightly so like taking from your podcast only i will take up a point very important point as you mentioned that your life has never been smooth like i think uh, none uh, nobody can really say that their life is smooth the external factors uh, there are many factors which they face uh, which is like creates problem for them in reality yeah. and doesn't let them live uh, doesn't let them live at peace also so uh, but all these external factors all these external narratives we can't really let them affect us a lot you're talking about you know how how external narratives affect us and 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 stuff like that and i forgot what you mentioned initially i wish i would have cut you off sooner because i lost my thought but for every external narrative you're aware of that's affecting you there's ones you're not even aware of still that are affecting you because you're not you don't know what you don't know and you're not aware enough yet and like your con life is a constant growth pattern okay you never know everything you're never aware of I, I that's personally my philosophy i don't think you're ever 100 percent aware of everything i think you can be aware of things more than others and you can be happier be more content you know make more money do whatever wherever you're focusing on what you focus on expands in this world um but it, it was just something i wanted to interject with that like even with all the aware external narratives that you're trying to shake off of you and, and who you are and who you want to be there's still unknown ones that you haven't even figured out or found out yet but you may in time as you continue to grow yeah that's that's very true and i think like we we don't know what we are going through at many points like we don't understand what's happening all around us like it's very like see as you mentioned if we know about one fact if we know about one social construct which is governing our actions we can still find a way out of them we can still find something that okay we won't follow that uh, norm or we won't fa- uh, stick to those values yeah. okay but if we don't we are not aware of what is going on it's really tough to find a way out and yeah, yeah this is the philosophical philosophical aspect of diy wealth it's not just about wealth it's about the philosophy it's about life basically yes okay. yes and thank you i appreciate that that encapsulated very well and i at the end of this episode i will kind of give everyone what the definition of wealth is on google and what i think the new definition of wealth should be um as especially as younger generations move into more mature ages and are able to shape and construct the world in a healthier place i guess we'll go with uh, that for right now yeah yeah definitely i think uh, people definitely don't know the definition of wealth proper definition of wealth is not clear to most people i can assure you about this like in my locality in my vicinity i've seen people <laughs> i don't know it's it's very weird how people define wealth usually so yeah we want a proper healthy definition of that uh from someone who has experienced from someone who is knowledgeable about this aspect definitely yeah, so, yeah. absolutely uh, but I, i obviously i just you know i i'll get into that at the tail end of it and give everyone to chew on something to chew on um as they wrap up listening to this episode that they can carry with them through life um but before that yeah let's talk about external narratives and i you have some absolutely flooring examples that I think a lot of people in America would have a very hard time wrapping their head around. 
<laughs> Definitely, I think. I think you are really excited to hear that example once again because that is something uh, which even blew my mind. Okay, living in India, this is very common, to be honest. Well, I right, yeah, but the, but the fact that it's common in your world, or at least more common, like the first time I heard you say this, I was like, "What? Like, how? Like, I don't understand how this is logically refined enough." But anyway, I sorry, I'm getting excited. Go ahead, tell your tell the story. Okay, okay. So this is a very small story. Uh, this is about a couple. who really loved each other okay who have been in a relationship for i think 4 or 5 years okay they really loved each other and they finally wanted to get married so when they decided to get married they told their family it was okay their family was uh, okay with uh, them going for a love marriage but the problem happened when their astrological like when their horoscope got checked and their horoscope didn't match Okay so when their horoscope didn't match the families decided to ask them to not marry because okay horoscopes matter more than the love the affection the bond they share yeah so this was this was really weird this was really ridiculous and every sort of adjective every sort of word you can put to describe this i think it was out of my mind like how can this happen I, yeah, I just so, still have such a hard time wrapping my head around the idea that like two people love each other. This is their person, but because of a horoscope, not a good fit. We're going to go ahead and say no on this one. We're going to vote no on this. Like and then like, you know, Obviously, I don't know what the total ramifications would be, but what if they kind of went off the reservation a little bit and said, you know, I know this is what you think mom and I know this is what you think dad and I I know again on on your side and then also on my side, but this is what we want to do regardless of what you guys think we should be doing and whether you think it is or isn't a good match. We feel it's a good match. What would be the repercussions to someone culturally if they did that to their parents in India? Uh look, first of all they will be disowned as you said. okay here and also they will be disowned uh, like they have to there are, there are many cases uh, where uh, the couples fly away from their home and they get married at some temple or somewhere okay it's a very common here okay uh, marriages get uh, uh, cancelled at the very last day at the last hour itself okay so this is nothing uncommon uh, and i think i'm not at all against this because after all love should win horoscopes or astrology should not uh, make any count here in case of forming a bond so the only repercussion you talk about is definitely they will be disowned in most cases some cases the families may accept okay but again the problem which happens if the let's consider the families accept that okay love wins astrology fails okay uh, but if something happens after one year like if consider coincidentally something wrong happens like maybe they're not getting a child maybe they are not getting a child or uh, maybe they're then they just revert them. back they revert back to oh wasn't a good fit i knew it yeah yeah Damn. exactly that's so yeah. annoying i think that that really sucks that really sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah, cuz like at any point in time if there's an area you, you know, whether you get into an argument, you can't have a kid, you don't get into a certain school or you don't get a certain degree or whatever, you don't get a certain job, like at any point of failure, 
that person that was leaning on the horoscope is just then going to go, see, I told you, I told you guys it wasn't a good fit. And like to have stuff like that around you is just as bad, if not worse than just saying, don't do this at all. Cause now that's constantly being hung over your head. Yes, exactly. Like I think the total environment will be spoiled. Uh, if it goes like that, I think it's better that you get disowned and form your own life, live alone like live with your partner oh absolutely i i would agree right like what here let's let's take a look at your two options here your one option is continue to abide and live within a construct you're not happy for the rest of your life or take that leap of faith and go i love myself i believe in myself i know i will find the right people that to surround myself with and like-minded people like me as well who are brave enough to to trailblaze and learn how to live my wealthiest life I, you know, if you position things right in the right enough, if you're able to scope out and look far enough out at a 10,000 foot level or for far enough into the future, some of these things that we view as risky and scary and we're nervous about and we're afraid really just don't look scary at all. Uh, as long as you're able to just, like I said, zoom out far enough or look far enough out in the future. Cause you know, how does living the way you are living within a system that you're not happy with sound for the next 10 years does that sound fun or would i rather just take the jump maybe be uncomfortable maybe be fearful for the next year year and a half two years but as i'm climbing back up a hill that i want to stand on rather being forced on a hill that i don't even want to stand on and i'm surrounding myself with people by year three four five six seven i have such an amazing life and i'm surrounded by people and i'm able to live the life i want to live and they don't judge me they respect me they honor me like if you position things well enough in life some of this stuff really isn't that risky uh, because people have their own life they can like your your definition of a healthy life wealthy and healthy life is not getting married living by yourself yep. and getting to your dreams yep okay so that's fine that should be respected somebody's yep dream or somebody's um, opinion of a wealthy and healthy life maybe having a having a wife having two or three children having a total a big own business or something like that whatever and somebody can actually offer a job somebody can prefer to stay self-employed so it's their choice and that should be respected and I think that is that is the whole point yeah no I agree and like you know, some additional perspective I'll add into that is just like, let's say in an alternate universe, everyone had to have 10 kids and we lived on this earth. Do you know how (laughs) hard it would be and the resources issues we would be having and stuff like that? Like, so, so for every person that wants to have five kids, there's someone like me that not, that wants to have none. And for every person that has one kid, there's another person that wants to have none. And for someone that wants seven kids, there's three people that want to have none. Like there is balance that exists in this world. And as long as you can recognize and appreciate the balance that is unique in everyone's life and understand that for every person like this that exists, there's someone else on the other side of the spectrum that needs to exist. I I think you can really just start looking at the world as like a much more beautiful place. Now, Obviously, there, there are unfortunate aspects of this idea of balance, of this idea of yin and yang. Like, how can you know what peace is without war? You can't because you don't have a baseline if you're just perpetually in a state of peace. How can you have happiness without sadness? You can't because if you're perpetually sad, you don't have anything to benchmark it off of with sadness. So 
you know, whether it's someone's life, whether it's someone's emotions, whether it's whatever, again, what you focus on expands, but you cannot have one thing without the other. You cannot have everyone in this world having babies and getting married because it just, we're already not sustainable as a, as, as a, as a species in general, at the rate we've been consuming things in the world and producing things and harvesting from the world. Um, and so that's an impossible concept. And so like for older audience members that might be listening to this, pull off of some of your ideals or not, not necessarily pull off some of your ideals, quit pressuring people so much to subscribe to your ideals. It's okay to have other people around you with different ideals, different mantras and mindsets, because it will help you grow more as well. Cause you're getting new, fresh perspectives. Exactly. Exactly. This, this is the point. Okay. And I will again brief your main two uh, ideas which you mentioned here. Number one is the balance. Uh, balance is the key and balance has to exist. Yep. Okay, if there is light, there has to be darkness. Uh, yep. Both should exist. So that is how it works. And secondly, like if your opinion doesn't match, uh, match with someone, uh, I think it's better that you go for a debate. It's fine. Debates are fine. You can learn from that. You can get a fresh perspective from that. Yep. You can't just outright cancel someone's opinion that no, he's wrong. Right. No, listen to him. Listen to him what he's saying, what what his point of view is, what is what is his perspective. After that, you can have an opinion about his or her perspective. So right. that is how yeah, that is how you should function. 